Mr. Vinny used to tell the story of the Endurance and the Shackleton expedition to Antarctica, one of the great stories of survival and heroism. In 1914, explorer Ernest Shackleton and a crew identical in size to the long walk that marched back yesterday set sail on their ship, the Endurance, in pursuit of the last unclaimed prize in the history of exploration, the first crossing on foot of the Antarctic continent. At the time, Shackleton's ship, Endurance, was arguably the strongest ship ever built, each timber of the bow crafted from a single oak tree. But the freezing ice in the polar ocean can crush a ship like matchwood. Other ships at the time were built with bowl-bottomed hulls, so if the ice closed in against the ship, they would be squeezed up and out like a push-pop and escape the pressure of the compressing ice. The Endurance was not designed to rise up out of the ice, but to meet the ice head-on to resist the crush and eventually break through the ice and crack through. The Endurance hit pack ice early on in their journey, and the ship was slowly crushed as the ice thickened around them. And when the ship sank, the 28-man crew was stranded on the ice for nearly a year with three lifeboats and limited supplies. And throughout those days, they faced tremendous hardship, calamity after calamity. And everyone on that expedition returned alive. They all survived, and the men on that expedition were tremendously bonded with one another throughout their lives because of that experience. I sincerely hope none of us will ever be in as precarious a situation as that, but we will all set far off goals and lay plans to achieve those goals, and there will be times when we face obstacles that get in the way. And when that happens, we must lean on each other in friendship. And today's chapel talk is about friendship. What makes the story of the Shackleton expedition exceptional is not their failure to cross the Antarctic continent on foot, but the journey that they had to embark on together once their heroic plans were ruined. When he talked about that journey, Mr. Vinnie would always bring up a peculiar question that Shackleton asked people who were interviewing to, for a role on his expedition. And he chose 27 out of 5,000 who applied. He asked them about practical skills, but he also asked them the following question, will you sing? If we get together to sing as a group, will you join us? One of the advantages that we have as humans is our ability to communicate with one another and our enormous capacity to come to one another's emotional rescue. We often quote a passage, a line from Ecclesiasticus, a faithful friend is a strong defense, and he that hath found such a one hath found a treasure. A faithful friend is the medicine of life. So think about a time when you've encountered an obstacle, a challenge, a time when you are feeling low, down, nervous, afraid, and you had a friend come to your rescue. What is it that made that person the medicine of life? What is it about being with friends that makes us well? Milo? They, they help each other. They help each other, yes. Wyatt? Uh, comfort. Comfort. Teddy? And giving each other kindness. 
Yes, showing each other kindness. Clay. Being able to open up to somebody. Being able to open up to somebody. Being able to share what you're going through and feeling like that's okay. They give you perspective. Give you perspective. Help you to think about things that you weren't thinking about. Things that could possibly be a solution to what you're working through. Yeah. They, they share the, your interests with them. Gavin. They help you complete goals. Help you to complete goals. They're there by your side. Rabbit. They know you well enough to be able to do all those things effectively. They know you well enough to allow you to do those things in an effective way. Lorenzo. Sometimes they are also a distraction. They can take your mind away from sometimes we have debilitating negative thoughts. Give you something to think about other than those things. Pip. They let you know that it's okay. You're not being a burden. Yes. All of these things demonstrate the power of friendship, the medicine of life. And this isn't hyperbole, the medicine of life. We know that our ability to communicate and support one another, to form strong support groups, is a winning strategy evolutionarily. And on an individual level, there's a wide body of research that shows how close relationships with friends can quite literally have a positive impact on health outcomes. One study found that multiple incidents of intense stress within one year can triple the death rate in socially isolated middle-aged men, but has no significant impact on the death rate of men who have close friendships. In intensive care units, it's been found that the comforting presence of another person can lower someone's blood pressure. For folks your age, Having a best friend present during a difficult experience can lower cortisol, your body's alarm system, and buffer negative feelings. The emotional centers of our brain are as an open loop system by design so that people can alter the hormone levels, cardiovascular function, the sleep rhythms, and even the immune function inside the body of someone else. And it doesn't take much to have a positive impact on the health of a friend. When three strangers sit facing one another in silence for a minute or two, the most emotionally expressive of the three transmits their mood to the other two without saying a word. Mr. Charlie used to quote Sir Francis Bacon in his essay on friendship over 400 years ago, who said, a friend redoubleth joys and cutteth griefs in half. In his tree talk on tough-mindedness, Sammy Dilly recalled the 2018 long walk. It rained heavily every day of that walk. Campers never woke up and put dry boots on, stepping into soggy, wet boots every single morning, ready to hike. It poured during the Monday ceremony. It poured during their ceremony when they returned. As they sang another great Henry Anderson lyric, when you're with your brothers, you can stand a little pain. In his annual log for Thursday, Bay Harvey captured a moment that brought the group together when many were feeling disheartened. He writes, on Thursday morning, we were damp, tired, and discouraged. There was little cheer or conversation. He continues, as counselors went to refill water, we huddled for an energizing hype circle that had us all shouting, and soon we embarked spirits high. So future leaders take note Will you join us in a hype circle is the new will you sing. It's reflective of a spirit of solidarity and togetherness. 
We can't control the rain, we can't control the weather, but we can influence one another and shift mindsets from damp, tired, and discouraged to standing a little pain to embarking spirits high. Behold how good and pleasant it is when brethren dwell together in unity from the psalm. Just now we know this. We know how interconnected we all are, how good it feels to be of the vine, to feel connected, to celebrate with our friends, to encourage them, comfort them, and to be comforted by them. Yet often, right about your age, just as boys are transitioning into adulthood, when we could use our friends the most, we are given a completely different impression. We're told needing others is a sign of weakness. Boys shouldn't show emotion. Showing vulnerability isn't masculine. Real men are independent, self-ruling, and self-sufficient. And that is a lonely road to walk. And it often doesn't get you where you think it's going. A lot of great examples from the long walk. I recall a long walk a few years ago when I was battling an illness. I didn't know what it was, but I was feeling incredibly winded. I was lagging in the back of the group, moving farther and farther behind the others with lots of chaotic, negative thoughts running through my mind. Feeling alone, feeling ashamed. I was the long walk leader, and I was in the back with my head down telling the group, just go ahead. Didn't want people to see me struggling. Didn't want to admit that I needed their help. Who taught me to act this way? Luckily, I had some friends who showed me another way, who helped me unlearn. All of a sudden, the group came to my rescue. Jake Mathis in the front of the group. He didn't say anything. He simply gave the camper behind him a high five. And that camper passed a high five to the person behind him. And on and on in a chain all the way back to me. And instead of feeling called out, I felt called in. I felt of the vine. That feeling of connection gave me the courage to open up, to ask for a break, to allow others to see and to treat my pain. There's a Chinese word for soulmate that comes from a legend about an extraordinary friendship between two men. The word is zhiyin, and it's a compound word made of, of two parts. Zhi from the word zhidao, which means to know, and in from the word yue, which means music. So a soulmate, a friend, a zhiyin, is someone who knows your music, who understands your song, and that's a two-way relationship. Take someone being willing to share their song, to sing, to show their loveliness, to another and it takes someone who's willing to listen and try to understand and appreciate the complexity of their music. Forever be grateful to that group for their efforts to harmonize with me. These are challenging times for friendship and connection. People seem to be lonelier, more isolated, alienated, and more friendless than ever before. So how do we navigate this? What can we do about it? It's helpful to think ahead about what we're looking for in a good friend. So what are some of those qualities that we're looking for in a friend? Sammy. Honesty. Honesty, yes. 
Teo. Someone who's always there? Yes. Henry. Somebody listening? Yes. Trust. Trust. Wyatt. Someone who's real and genuine. Someone who's real, someone who's genuine. Rabbit. Someone who's willing to share experiences with you. Someone who's willing to open up and share. Mateo. Uh, an empathetic person. Someone who's empathetic. Yes. Chris. Kindness. 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 Taylor. Someone will hold you accountable. Gavin. Uh, somebody who's willing to help. Someone willing to help. Pip. Someone who makes you feel confident. Someone who makes you feel confident. Benno. Someone who listens. Uh, someone who can make you laugh. Someone who can make you laugh. Bennett. Someone who doesn't judge you. Someone who does not judge you. Gavin. Somebody who you can uh, who can bring you up when you're sad. Who can bring you up when you're feeling sad, Xander? Someone who makes you feel respected. Someone who makes you feel respected, Wesley. Yeah, someone who is genuinely excited when you do those same things for them. Yes. Someone who cares. Someone who cares. Good and true friendships are built on all of these things that you just mentioned. Aristotle drew a distinction between friends based on utility and friends based on virtue. Friends based on utility are friends because they expect to gain some advantage out of the association. These are not stable relationships because you become like a currency rising or falling as the conditions change. In the reading Logan read so well, Jesus, who's often referred to as Lord, says, I am not the master. You are not my servants. I call you friends. Unlike a jirin, the servant-master relationship is one way. There's no attempt to generate understanding, only commanding. A true friend supports your virtue, not your vices, supports your best rather than taxing your goodness or exploiting your worst for their personal gain. A good friend is honest and will tell us when we're off base or out of tune, when we're about to make a mistake and people often make mistakes when their friends fail to speak up or when they surround themselves with false friends. A good sign of a false friend is someone who commands we be loyal to them more than doing what is right, who won't let us go, won't let us grow towards the light we desire. A false friend does not allow us to be complex, to be both loyal and critical both cool and sincere, strong and emotional, masculine and feminine, both in one friend group and in another. Friendship based on virtue, what Aristotle calls perfect friendship, is a relationship based on goodness. You are friends with them because of who they are. Friends based on virtue are honest with one another and committed to one another's long-term improvement. Good friends will speak up and say, hey, I don't think it's right for you to kidnap the entire PGRC council and tie them up in the trip room like we saw last night. They speak up and say, this isn't you, Jack. In his tree talk, Ali Longo opened by saying, we do not find ourselves, we create ourselves. And I'll advance that by saying that we co-create each other and recreate ourselves in friendship. The author Anais Nin says, 
Each friend represents a world in us, a world possibly not born until they arrive. And it is only by this meeting that a new world is born. A good friend, good friendship is an opening and strengthening, not a hardening or shrinking of the heart. We all want to have friends like this. We know how valuable they can be. We all have the concern when we go someplace new. Will I be liked? Will I make connections? Will I be able to make friends and feel included? We know the power of good friendships. We know what we're looking for. So I'd love to hear from you. How do we do it? How do we make friends? Rabbit. To have a friend be one. That great advice from Emerson, to have a friend be one. Be kind to them. Should they be kind to us? The golden rule, be kind to others. So we would hope others are going to be kind to us. Sammy. Reach out and like include them in things that you do. Be inclusive. Jack. Take interest in their interests. Amanda. Expect the best. Yes. Listen. Jason. Listen. This is terrific advice. To have a friend of virtue, sing your virtuous song. Play your virtuous music. We have two more weeks here to practice this, and there is no better place. There is no auto-tune here to alter your pitch. Pasquani is an acoustic set with no one instrument drowning out the music of others. We do things that are hard. We do them because they are hard, because they require us to lean on one another, to realize that when we encounter obstacles, we need the backing of others. We need their accompaniment. From the poet Adrian Rich, an honorable human relationship, one in which two people have the right to use the word love, is a process, delicate, violent, often terrifying to both persons involved, a process of refining the truths they can tell each other, and it is important to do this because it break down, breaks down human self-delusion and isolation. It is important to do this because in doing so, we do justice to our own complexity. It is important to do this because we can count on so few to go that hard way with us. We can count on so few people to go that hard way with us. And when we make those friends, hold on to them and nurture them, and the line from Hap, Hamlet, grapple them to your soul with hoops of steel. So let's go that hard way with our friends, each of us singing our song proudly. Let's call each other in, in friendship, draw others to the vine and support their growth towards their inner light. Let's be the medicine of life.